Did you know Super Awesome Mix has an app? Go to the Apple App Store today and download Super Awesome Mix. It's free. You could start creating and sending your own digital mixtapes in just a few clicks. Also, there's links to our Instagram account and a link where you can follow your favorite podcast. Speaking of which... Welcome back to the Super Awesome Mix Podcast. My name is Matt Sidholm, alongside my co-host and co-founder, Samer Abusalvi. Samer, how are we doing today? I am doing real well. How about yourself? Doing great, doing great. And uh, we're back this week with another special guest. Samer, you want to talk about our guest? Yes. Um, on the line, we've got Nick Kaufman, who is actually my girlfriend's brother. So pretty awesome. But he's a really great, <laughs> a really great guest. Um, I always describe him actually as, as like a renaissance man. You you get yourself into like a lot of really interesting things. And you've also recently started a label. Um, and yeah, I just felt like you have such a cool kind of music vibe and that really comes through in the mix that you made. But um, with that, I'll hand it over to you, Nick, if you want to introduce yourself and tell us about your mix. Oh, well, first off, thank, thank you both very much for having me on. I'm super excited to be a guest on your on your podcast. It's uh, I love um, I love what y'all are doing and the ethos. It's like, you know, mixtapes are a truly, uh, you know, a treasure and they should be uh, kept up and, you know, remembered and, and like, uh, um, you know, just part of part of the pop culture. I really love making music or making music and making playlists and I've been DJing, you know, since I was in middle school and and um I always like think back to like, you know, when I first started DJing, I always consider like when I would go on road trips with my family and everything cuz it would just be like playing music in the car for everyone and everyone's in a different headspace and it's like how can we bring everyone on the same page? And it was like so it was kind of like it was there and then um my dad had bought me a CD burner I think like right when I got into like seventh grade or sixth grade and um, that's when I really started making mixtapes and CDs and everything and I started like you know I was I remember like one of the first ones I did was like a, a had a food theme and it was all like songs it was like uh, you know that just like referenced food and drinks and all this stuff and it was like great <laughs> <laughs> we might have to have uh, you back to recreate that sometime that sounds like a pretty good mix yeah, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> maybe around maybe around Thanksgiving we'll do that episode. <laughs> um, That's awesome. Yeah, and I've just like so over the you know, I've always that kind of like got me into DJing and I've always appreciated music. Like my parents I felt like had a very eclectic taste and um really did uh try to um you know, keep keep my sister and I as open to new, or try to like just like expose us to as many things as they could, which I really appreciate. And so, uh, you know, I've always just uh, taken that and ran with it, just in every aspect I've could I, I've been able to in my life. Um, I've you know DJed at you know, and so in high school, I, I went to a performing arts high school, and I would DJ like cast parties and school dances and like you know house parties and all these all that and then when I went to college I was DJing on the uh, on the radio station there I went to Drexel so it was uh, WKDU which is like kind of semi known which is cool that was a fun station to be at and that strengthened a lot of my uh my my uh n- knowledge because their main 
thing there is that you can play whatever you want except for pop music. They're like, pop music oh, is wow. like 1% oh, of all the music out there. Nice. So it's like, you know, they're like trying to, they, they, they push you, they challenge you, they challenge you to dig, dig deeper, you know, scratch below the surface right. a bit. And I really, I really appreciated that time there because it really uh, honed my craft a lot. And that was really awesome. Yeah, that's great. Our, our campus radio station in college was a jazz station. And so to your point, it, it kind of forces the issue a little bit. Now, they'd allow some students to do some different things. But yeah, for the most part, they were like the public radio jazz station in San Antonio, Texas. So you had to kind of listen to some jazz music. So that, that was the cool thing about listening to your mix, because I was like, okay, I kind of remember. I, I've heard of this guy. I've heard of this guy. I hadn't heard some of these tracks, but I've definitely heard a lot of these artists. And I think some of that was from my you know, similar to your experience of college radio days and, and kind of pushing beyond, you know, whatever the normal pop hits were on the radio. Yeah. So tell us about um, so tell us about the mix. You called it a new moon mix, which I also really loved that title. That was very appropriate. Yeah. Well, all right. So, you know, right now there's like a lot of cosmic energy happening. We got like a lot of like Mercury in retrograde, Jupiter in retrograde. We got a new moon in Gemini. There's a slow eclipse happening today. So it's like a lot of a lot of kind of like undertones happening mm-hmm. that you know if you're not you know if you're in tune with it you kind of feel this energy kind of bubbling a bit and it's not just like the fervor of the city coming back in the summer and everything and it's like right. okay um but it's definitely like uh yeah i really i love um i think one one thing that i really love about playlists especially in today's kind of culture is this idea of being able to like story something or tell a tell mm-hmm. a story you know it's not just a single it's not just like a you know and i think that every when you put things into context it creates so many more layers of meaning versus just like a you know flash in the pan kind of thing and i love being able to uh create playlists that you know um my, so, I, as you can tell, I really love the 70s. I think the 70s was, like, a great era of music. I think it's, like, one of the, like, the the last great era of music, really. And, like, you know, I, I think there's, like, a lot of, like, originality and creativity and a lot of, like, pushing the boundaries in terms of, like, what is acceptable for, like, pop culture or what do people actually want to see or hear or any, any of these things. So, I always, I really try to carry that with me everywhere I go because there's something that I find very healing about that type of music. Like, I think that the music that we have today is really great, but it's very um, transactional. It's very, like, passive. It's very much like, you know, um, just trying to, like, capture your moment or capture mm-hmm. your, your attention for, like, the first 30 seconds so that they can get, like, the, you know, metrics and then, <laughs> like, they don't care really. So, right, it's like, right. okay. Um, Whereas, like, I feel like half the songs I have on this have, like, a 30-second intro where you're, like, you kind of, you might want to hit skip, but if you stick with it, it, it really, it really works out. So, anyway, uh, back to the mix. Uh, New Moon yeah. mix is definitely, um, yeah, like, everything that comes with the New Moon is just kind of, like, reflection, reflecting on the past, reflecting on things, uh, on maybe certain experiences or uh, events, and, um, thinking about how we can carry ourselves forward and set new intentions and grow and just kind of like um always just trying to you know uh live your best life right (laughs) yeah all right well let's get in let's get into it i love that uh so track one is is actually a beautiful opening piece for for this mix you've got garden of peace by lonnie liston smith yeah yeah um Uh, 
Yeah, I really loved the opening piano piece um, and just like immediately felt like just more chill and at ease, which really sets the tone for like the rest of the mix. So it was a, a really strong opener. I, I, why, why did this one in particular make the mix for you? Um, yeah, you know, it's, I, for me, it just felt like a, I, I feel like in the past I've used it as like a, a palate cleanser in a way. Like um, mm-hmm. I, I did an event a couple of weeks in Central Park and I, I like played this song maybe um, two thirds or, or three quarters of the way through the night, and it was like you know the sun had just set, and I just every, the whole night had been like really like funky and rhythmic and everything, and then like this song came on, I just added a touch of reverb and delay, and it just got really magical, and I just feel like um, I remember the first time I heard this song was actually sampled of on a track by this producer Odyssey, and I really mm-hmm. loved the kind of like the circular motion of the piano and like how it just kind of like the sound just kind of keeps feeding into itself and um it kind of like it felt it felt that cleansing energy of a new moon that was kind of like why I, like why, why, I, why i started there yeah yeah i think your description of palate cleanser is a really good description it just kind of sets sets the tone whatever you were thinking before just just kind of clear that out clears your mind well and uh no i i loved it i think it's a great intro track now, track two, we get into Like a Seed by Morganic King. Now, this has got a really good vibe to it. I think for the listeners out there who aren't familiar with this, I, it kind of felt like Age of Aquarius from, from the musical Hair. I got a little bit of a vibe there. There's a harp in it. Uh, fun note about Morganic King, she was in Godfather 1 and 2. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> wait a minute, she's an actress too? So multi-talented. But, but why did this get on your, uh, get on your mix here? That's funny. I didn't even know that. Do you know who she played in that? In she films? was Carmela Carmela Corleone. Oh, <laughs> I <was> like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, whoa. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's so cool. Uh, yeah, this track got on there because I actually. Um, so, you know, most of these records, I actually most most of these songs, I actually have on record, which is like kind of why I'm even like aware of them. And the Morgana King's song I had on. I I can't remember where I got that record, but I remember it was like most of the time I'm, when I'm going uh, record digging, I'm at thrift stores because I, I they have reasonable prices and you can still find decent things and you're not like, right. it's, they're not like trying to price gouge a, a title because it's like highly sought after. It's like, no, it's still just someone's leftover stuff. So come get it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, uh, and so uh, I found the Morgana, this record and, I there's something that's just so the whole record through and through is really great um but it it, it has this very like um 60s kind of like vibe almost where it's like just very uh rich vocals and like kind of I don't want to say or, orchestra orchestration but just um you know it's it's definitely more in the melody and the like the mm-hmm. vocal like it just feels very dramatic in and of itself it's cool she has such a beautiful voice um she also has a cover of you are the sunshine of my life that is just absolutely gorgeous yes um, I was like, <laughs> it is yeah her voice is just so so perfect for it um yeah, and yeah this song also there's also a song um by like a seed i don't know if it's i don't know if they're the same actually the same song or just have the same title but there's a song called like a seed by kenny rankin which is also really good but that i couldn't find on spotify so i you know but i also like this because i felt like 
you know, coming from a garden of peace, like a seed is like, again, setting those new intentions for the new moon. And like, what do you want to see, like grow and move forward into the future? I like that. I like that. Yeah. Nice. All right. Track three. Um, You've got Kursky Funk by the Paul Winter Consort. Yeah. Um, Another record that I just found at the, at the thrift store. And I, (laughs) like, uh, I listened to, I had a, I'd already had a Paul Winter uh, records and his stuff is really interesting he it do you know um david axelrod have you heard of david axelrod yeah 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 so it's kind of like in the same vein as david axelrod like kind of like this um soul jazz kind of like trying to like tap into like source kind of thing and um mm-hmm. but the kursky funk just had this like the again the rest of this album is also very like kind of like vocal heavy and melody heavy but this this one track which is i remember I uh, for I used to only thrift records, and then like this past year, I started like just getting CDs because I guess I was bored or something, <laughs> and, like, and or no, it's because I started playing at a venue where like the record they have a really great hi-fi system, but it's also when you play CDs over the system, it, it sounds really awesome as well, and so I found the CD on I found this album on, I found this on CD. And I remember listening to it in the car. And I this song, I, I just heard in the car. I had no idea what to expect. But I just remember turning it up all the way. Because it was just like, it felt so good just driving around listening to uh, that Kursky funk. It's really good. Yeah. No, that's how I felt listening to it, too. I also got to feel, if anybody out there watches the show Survivor, I got to feel the Survivor theme song a little yes, bit, Yes, <laughs> it was actually... Um... It was supposed to just be apparently like sampled. Like, so the creator, so Paul Winter told one of the other band members that like he could use anything that didn't make the album to then produce the Survivor theme song. But apparently he just basically pulled this like stuff that they actually recorded. Um, oh, nice. Into yeah, the theme cause... song. And then there was like a lawsuit and there was this whole big thing. But you absolutely like you, um, you get the, the Survivor like, you know, and kind of island theme. It makes sense that it would be the theme song for that show. Yeah, no, it fits. It fits perfectly, and uh, I'm with you, Nick. I got I got really fired up listening to it. I, I really enjoyed that one. So the the other really cool thing about this, real quick, that I was uh, in my research, it's actually the first album that features music created by both Russians and Americans working together. So it was recorded in Moscow and New York City, and this was in '87, which obviously, like you know, the Iron Curtain was still up, so to speak, and Berlin Wall was still there, and so it was like a really big kind of like moment that. Uh, Americans and Russians would would you know record something together and publish uh, publish music, so it's pretty cool. You know, and and I think Rocky Four had just come out the year before, so I'm going to give Sylvester Stallone credit for nice. bridging the gap there. You know, once he defeated Drago, I feel like we all started to change. <laughs> so, um, all right, bring in Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's get back into it. Track four, Places and Spaces, Donald Byrd. Um, I, I really like this one. Uh, around the 150 mark, you get this real funky bass line kicking in. And, and you said this earlier, a lot of these songs have kind of the longer intros. And this whole track's about six minutes long. And it kind of changes course a little bit about 150. And, and I really dug it. I thought this was a great song. Sweet, yeah. I mean, um, it's just, it's one of those, I think this song is actually one of the songs that I don't have on vinyl. I mean, I know I don't have it in vinyl. <laughs> but uh it's uh it was like it was um a song that just kind of like surfaced while i was putting together the playlist like sometimes i really try not to go off of like what spotify recommends or suggests because their algorithms sometimes are cool and i definitely 
there's days where I just turn on Discover Weekly and I'm like, okay, this will do. But, uh, you know, it's also, I really, you know, the, the, if you're relying on an algorithm, there's, then where do you, what are you doing? So, so it's like, uh, but this song surfaced and I really, it, um, yeah, the, 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 the line and it just felt like, um, again, like the, the, the whole theme of the song, like talking about like where, where we've been and the experiences we've had. And then like, how do we carry those experiences with us in the future? And like, everything that all every experience we've had every place we've been every person we've met is always with us like constantly and forever but i i think i mean because i know that i i experience so often where i'm like almost like living in the past or like feel you know kind of um reminiscing or having the sense of nostalgia but at the same time you know not wanting to like relive the past like always like wanting to move forward so i thought that this song kind of touched on those feelings a bit and that was really it felt good and it's such a good it's such a good segue too then you know taking what you just said into track five um i'm your mind part two by by roy ayers um because like the lyrics are just absolutely stunning i and and i love his voice i love how he delivers it it's kind of like you know this talking over this jazz but it just it works so well um and I just love, like, I love the mood of it. Like, you just listen to it and you just kind of feel empowered. Um, and I, I love the, the whole concept of, like, literally, this is your mind talking to you. And, and like, you know, within uh, one of the lyrics here that I, I have notated that I loved, it's like, within you is a never-ending magnitude of infinite strength, wisdom, and will. You travel my roads through life, never knowing your own true reality, because my thoughts remain like distant quasars. What an amazing, like... <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's poetry. Like, it's just poetry. It's, it's so, so pretty. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Roy, Roy, uh, Roy Ayers is a fucking genius. He's a mastermind. He's like, his his collection is so deep in funk and soul and jazz and and everything that he talks about is just so much about like soul liberation. Um, some of his other like popular tracks, you know, Everybody Loves the Sunshine. My life, my life, my life in the sunshine. You know, like, uh, I'm yeah. sure if you heard it, actually. <laughs> uh, and then um, he has this also, also this other really, really great song, Searching. And it's just always like these, it feels like um, these songs of like self-love and self-acceptance and just, you know, understanding that uh, as individuals, we are super like, like complex. And like, like, like you said, Simon, I really like enjoyed the lyrics on this track because it just feels like this conversation between like mind and self and it but it sounds very much like a love song as well like the first time i heard it and i heard that I, I wasn't like really paying attention at first to the dialogue and then i heard it and i was like because there, there's his vocals but then there's also like a female uh a, mm-hmm. a female vocals on there and i thought it was like a dialogue between you know partners or whatever and the, the more i listened back to it and back to it i was like wow this is amazing this feels so good yeah. Now the the lyric I wrote down was he says I need more than sex to feed my equilibrium, and then there's a pause and he says, "But I do need sex." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> and I thought that was pretty funny too. Like he's trying to sound deep, but then he's like, "Yeah, but like let's not get ahead of ourselves here. I do still want to <laughs> have sex." And that I think that's great because it, it really talks to the reality of life. It's like, yeah, I do want to have like a deep and purposeful and soul driven life. But I do live in, you know, I am, there are, human. yeah, there are, I'm human, right? It was like, yeah. you know, just as much yeah. as like, I, I experienced these deep feelings, I experienced shallow feelings too, <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> that's right, cool. that's right. No, that's great. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so track six, uh, the great Grover Washington, and this is uh, Mr. Magic. 
Now, Grover Washington, for the listeners out there, you've probably heard the name. You're probably familiar with a lot of his songs. Probably the biggest hit might be with Bill Withers, just the two of us that he was on. Um, but try, there's a lot of Grover Washington songs you've definitely heard of. So why did you pick Mr. Magic for this mix? Um, it, You know, I felt like it was... I, I, I was trying to be mindful because of the... I was like being like, oh, this is a new moon mix, and I want to like set intention going forward, and like how to like, and I felt like there was like, um, you know, I, I like how empowering just the title sounds, like Mr. Matt, like, and I, I, it, for, I wish it wasn't as gendered, like I wish it was just like you know, person of magic or whatever, but I thought it was like, <laughs> uh, I just like the because we all we we all are magic, everything is magical, life is magic, you know, and, and how we. Even like y'all being able to produce this podcast is a, is a is a bit of magic. You know what I mean? It's just like, how do you have this dream and then realize it and create it and make it into something tangible? And we do that every day, every moment with our lives. So um, that's just kind of that was where it was. And I, I'm so happy that you um, mentioned just the two of us because that was definitely my first introduction to Grover Washington. And it wasn't even it was very indirect because it was actually like. One of the first CDs I had was uh, Will Smith, uh, Big Willie style, and one of the songs off uh, Will Smith. Oh, that's was, right. Yeah, he uh, samples that. Two, yeah, just yes. the two of us. Yeah, and I, re- I remember my dad actually played that song, or like he got me like the music video or something, and yeah, that was a very touching. That was a touching moment. I love and that. Th- yeah. My so uh, that was, um, my first CD was far less cool. It was the Free Willy soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Okay, I'll fight anybody over Will You Be There by Michael Jackson. Okay. I know. That's a great song. It's right? an amazing like, song. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> All right. That's that's awesome. So let's get on to track seven then. So you've got um, the amazing Marvin Gaye with the song Piece of Clay. Yeah. Uh, and this song... I... I I heard recently because um, I was like just kind of like digging into Marvin a little bit deeper. I was like I hadn't you know I feel like there's artists that we know, but we we just kind of like rely on what we know about them and not like think try to like I I saw that you guys had a, a playlist that was like trying to find second or third hits from one hit wonders. <laughs> it was right, like right like right that, that kind of like you know even you know Marvin of course everyone knows who Marvin Gaye is, but it's just like what. What else could you learn about him? What What are songs that you don't know about him? So, this was one of the, a song that I had listened to recently that I hadn't heard before, and I thought it was really touching because I think it, it speaks to this um, feeling that we all have within ourselves of like wanting to, uh, you know, wanting to be able to create. And I think that so often we we feel an inability to. Um, take control of our own lives and then and so that kind of gets projected and we start like imposing on <laughs> other people at times and like not right it's totally not like malintentioned or anything but just kind of like uh as like you know a desperate outlet or a desperate cry for like you know you have these feelings or thoughts or ideas and i think that um it's just a really powerful song in, in terms of like you know it's uh everything is just like it's um we we all do just want a piece of clay like we all do just want to like mold our own life and mold our own yeah. future and it's like we don't have to like wait 
we don't have to like look to others to mold them. We can just like focus on molding ourselves and being that piece of clay, being malle malleable and flexible and you know, but yeah. So that was where that song came in. <laughs> yeah, I love the lyric in there. You know, that's the problem today. Everybody wants somebody to be their own piece of clay, right? So like you were saying, you know, when we, when we can't control ourselves, we try to control others. And I think he just hit upon that perfectly, that, that that is a problem today. I mean, it was a problem in the early 70s when he wrote this song, and it's a problem now. So completely I mean, agree with you. You could, you could say that, that that is the core problem of capitalism. <laughs> this is like, I don't want to go too deep, but it definitely... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, but, that could be another episode, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, I um, will plug real quick. Sorry, um, just talking about you know the problem then and problem today. There's an amazing documentary that came out on Apple TV Plus called 1971. Um, you know exactly 50 years ago, and it's incredible watching it. Like s what the music was about. And Marvin Gaye also has like a lot. You know he had some protest songs against the war, against Vietnam, and what was going on. Um, and yeah, it's just incredible to kind of see the parallels of of what was going on then and what's happening now, uh, literally 50 years later. So really powerful documentary uh, to check out called 1971. So speaking, yeah, of 19, speaking of 1971, the next track is from 1971. Gil Scott Heron, When You Are Who You Are. So let's talk about this one. Um... I, I, I feel like almost <laughs> I feel like I, I've been saying the same thing about a lot of these songs so I, I hope it doesn't just sound like I'm being very repetitive but uh, this song I um, I again it's just the the whole feeling of like it's self-acceptance and like when you it, it's I feel like a lot of these sound a lot of these songs aren't love songs necessarily like they're not like they're not like to someone else but I think this song actually is like uh, appropriate to play for someone else because it does really feel like um, genuine and authentic love. It's like, you know, when we love people it's because we accept them for who they are and not who we want them to be. You know, not not trying to, we don't want them to be that piece of clay. We want them to be their own you know, yeah. their own separate autonomous entity that is like magical and, you know, complementary to our, our own autonomous <laughs> being. So it's like um, and yeah, it's just really. I, 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 Gil Scott is an amazing poet, an amazing uh, musician, and his, you know, I mean, I think like the biggest thing that he's known for is like the the revolution will not be televised, and that right. you know, that whole kind of like um, revolutionary vo voice. But he he is very like he's he's an artist who dealt with like a lot of struggles and like a lot of strife, and not not always having that like. Um, mainstream popular acceptance but still always delivering something very potent and very like if you were willing to sit down and listen it was it was uh it touched on things much deeper that yeah very powerful songwriter for sure like no matter what what topic he wanted to cover like he he just is so powerful like his words carried such weight it was really cool um Track track nine, continuing that vibe of, you know, be you, um, <laughs> that is, is very prevalent through these tracks. You've got This Is Your Life by Jerry Butler, uh, which I actually discovered, yeah, is a, is a cover of the Commodores version. Um, so what made you pick, um, what made you pick this song in general? Um, this was actually the one, one of the songs on the playlist. I think this one and, and the Places and Spaces were like both the two tracks that I don't 
really I wasn't super familiar with before the playlist. Uh, but I do have a, a album with Jerry Butler and Thelma Houston called "The Love We Used to Have" or "The Love We Had," and um, that album is just really. I don't know. There was something about that album that made me curious to see what else Jerry Butler had going on. And nice. um, this, when I heard this track, it just felt uh, like it resonated with the the theme right now. It, it really feels like. Um, and to be honest, a lot of these are just resonating with the themes of my life and where where I'm at. So <laughs> I don't want. I hope it's not like too like um, just kind of reflexive. But it definitely does feel like. A, I think, I mean, that's the magic of, of making a mixtape, right? Is that it really is like a, you capture a moment in time or you capture a place or you capture a relationship with someone you capture. Like, I think that's like the magic of it is that you are taking a snapshot of a moment. And then, you know, the real beauty of, of like a mixtape and actually what we do in our app too is like you, you can't change it once you save it. And I think that there's real power to that because then you go back and you revisit it and you, and you remember, you bring yourself right back to you know, those 12 or 15 songs that you picked and you're like, okay, I picked them because of something that was happening then and here's where I was in my life. Um, and just like, a, you know, flipping through a, a photo album, I think that there's like an amazing power to, to kind of flipping through or, or listening to, to old mixtapes and old like soundtracks that we put to our life all the time. So there's nothing wrong with you building a like a, a reflective uh, <laughs> playlist. I think it's awesome. It's exactly like one of the ways that we use mixtapes in our lives. So that's great. Yeah, no, absolutely. I agree. I think that uh, music is so powerful. And, you know, just like you said, like uh, creating this kind of like temporal artifact. So that's awesome. It's really cool. That's great. So track 10, kind of following the progression here of, you know, Piece of Clay, When You Are Who You Are, This Is Your Life, and now the payoff, Everything's Coming Our Way, okay, by Santana. Uh, and it's funny, Santana, anybody who knows Santana knows, you know, amazing guitar player, but around the two minute mark we get into a great organ solo in this song had a real like great 70s vibe to it but i I really love this track so so why don't you talk about this one uh this is definitely like one of my go-to feel good summer play songs like i love playing this outside when i'm like at a party or something because i I just love the energy that it brings and it's just like really uh it feels like very like celebratory of life and feels very and i think that's also kind of why i adjusted like so for those those listening out there, I had uh, thrown a little curveball. I switched up the order of the playlist, and I kind of bumped this down a little bit. It, was, it wasn't because I didn't, you know. I think I wanted to, um, I think the energy of the playlist was, like, very kind of, I don't want to say down-tempo, but it was definitely, like, a very mild energy. And I thought this mm-hmm. song helped raise it up just a little bit, just a, just a hair. And I really, I like the energy that this song carries. And it feels very much like um, uplifting and just like, you know, again, like looking forward towards the future. Like, okay, uh, I've reflected on where I've been and I've reflected on the experiences I've had. And, you know, I've uh, through those reflections, I've been able to, you know, accept where I'm at right now. And with this, with that acceptance, I've, I'm able to like really like, you know, set grounded intentions in terms of how I want to move forward. And I think um, a lot of like that work requires having some sort of belief in ourselves and having like belief that we are, you know, um, deserving, <laughs> like we are deserving and we are like, you know, we are 
divine and we are everyone who's on this earth is like you know here for a purpose and a reason and if the moment we like believe in ourselves and tap into that like yeah everything is coming your way there's like that that magnetism and that I love of that. attraction and just like yeah so that That's was cool. definitely why it got bumped down a little bit because i felt like it was a better it was like kind of it helped tie everything together a little bit no, I think it was a good change because, like, I, I literally wrote for this next track. You've got um, a, an amazing instrumental track called Black Market by Weather Report. And, and my one, like, highlight note here was, like, this is a higher energy, you know, track. Like, you, you start to, like, bring the energy up. And so I think your, your rearranging of putting Santana right before it was, was well done. Um, yeah, so tell us about Black Market uh, by Weather Report. Yeah, Weather Report is a super dope group. You know what I mean? Like it's a it's a heavy hitter jazz group, uh, or heavyweight jazz group, I should say. Um, and Black Market uh, was this was a record I actually came across recently, and um, I love the energy and I like how funky it is. I like and I like how it mm-hmm. is because it, it it does feel like this sense of like um, when we think of Black Market, I think you know people it, it can come it can bring up a lot of different ideas for for different people and i think that uh, one of the best things about it is kind of like there is this you know lining of ambiguity it's like you don't really know there is this feeling and i think that the funk in this song and like all like the different flavors and styles and like even like the intro is just like people like it sounds like just like chatter and and people mm-hmm. talking it, it kind of it feels like all right I believe in myself everything is coming here it's coming my way but now is but part of that part of that belief is like what's on the other side of that belief is is like you know you're it's a lot of trust and stepping into the unknown stepping into that funk and like being kind of like you know you're gonna take it take it all yeah weather report you know best known i i kind of got introduced to them through birdland which might be their biggest hit and uh, i think quincy jones redid that for his back on the block album in you know the mid 80s or so but yeah, Birdland, kind of the same thing. Really, really funky instrumental. Uh, just so many different instruments on display, and you get the same thing here with Black Market. And really, really cool track. And and I love, I love how this mix progresses and the energy picks up, and you know, really hits home. I think in track twelve, uh, I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna probably butcher the Spanish here, but Yo Puedo Vivir del Amor uh, by Ruben Blades and Willie Colon. Um, I love the energy of this track to finish off the mix. So, so talk about how this one made it on there. So, uh, yeah, I, I really have a deep love for salsa. <laughs> I, I play a lot of salsa music. I have a, a bunch of salsa records and I love it. I think that the energy is so much fun and it's like, it really, it just, it, it can be like so um, transportational and just, uh, uh, you know, it just, uh it could be just so vibrant. The energy can be so vibrant. So, uh, and this song I love because I just love how so much, there's like really so much like passion on the song. It just feels like it just, it's like everything, you know, the play, I feel like, as I mentioned before, like the playlist itself is a story, but I feel like each song on the playlist is like a scene within that story, which is like a mini story. (laughs) And and this song definitely like embody encapsulates that. And it's like, definitely like, I love the melody and I love like the breakdowns and, and when it's like, um, yeah, just, it, it just really helps. Uh, and I also really love, um, 
so like, I play a, when I DJ and I'm playing like actually like out. I tend to play a lot more instrumental music than I do like lyrics, and I I I really appreciate that because I appreciate um, the universal quality there is to music. You know, this like mm-hmm. very like an, an emotional language, and if there aren't words, it means anyone can hear it, and you know it'll it'll have carry some meaning for them, and they won't feel like they're missing out on something because they don't understand whatever whatever whatever. And I feel like what's also like um, that. My Spanish is okay. I'm not gonna like go around saying I talk Spanish. <laughs> like I can like hold full on conversations, uh, and so like when I'm listening to salsa, like you know I I can hear and I can understand what they're saying for the most part and what the themes of the songs are and what they're singing about. But for the most part, I'm really just listening to like the rhythms and the melodies and the music and all of this, and it just feels so yeah on a very like deep and intuitive level the song just really resonates with so many different emotions that I love it. And like, and, like yeah, I just yeah (laughs) sorry my notes here it's funny i'm like totally loving what you're saying because my notes here were just like you don't you know i love songs that just move you like you don't even have to speak the language music is just magical like that that's what i wrote to myself it's like it's just yeah it speaks that universal that deeper language of how like music just finds a way to connect with us regardless of language regardless of the sound regardless of time of place uh and this is one of those like i i you know hit to the last track and i just found myself literally like kind of starting to move and groove with it and it was really fun so great ending track um to what is really an amazing mix like really enjoyed listening to this one um and as so thank you yeah thank you for putting that together nick um as always we will have the link to the uh spotify playlist um in our show notes so you can find it there and take a listen yourself we'll also have a link to our super awesome mix app where you can listen to it there as well on iphone and ipad and matt where can they find um more of our stuff yeah you can find more of our stuff on instagram facebook and twitter at super awesome mix and check out our website, superawesomemix.com. We've got a merch store now where you can get T-shirts, you can get mugs, all sorts of fun stuff um, to support the show. And Nick, how can the people find you and what you're up to these days? Yeah, so I'm definitely up to a bunch of super exciting things. As uh, Samurai had mentioned, I recently started a, I started a record label, but I'm not sure if record label is the right thing to call it. Even though I do plan on releasing music, I, I you know there's a lot of it's more of an umbrella term right now. <laughs> so it's like anyway. So but um, you can follow us at Casa del Sol NYC on Instagram. Um, you can also visit our website Casa del Sol NYC um, You can follow me personally on Instagram at NYC is my city, um, and uh, that's just completely out of love not conceitedness you know i go by new york knicks (laughs) (laughs) i love new york i appreciate it if i wasn't from new york i'd probably live on an island somewhere like in warm weather because i hate the cold (laughs) but uh but yeah that that, that's it and um i'm planning on doing a lot of events this summer both outdoor as well as um some indoor events and so just you could sign up for our newsletter I'm going to start, uh, you know, releasing just more content with that to just keep people engaged. So, yeah, I actually got uh, a chance to uh, come by one of Nick's shows the other day in Central Park and it was really fun. Great chill vibes all around. Very great way to spend the afternoon. I love it. I plan on coming out to more of them. So, yeah, thank you so much, Nick. I really appreciate your time and, and putting together this mix for us. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. It was, it was so much fun. It was a lot of it was. A lot, it was my pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Nick. And I'm Matt. And for Nick and Samer, we will see you next time with another super awesome mix. Super awesome.
Super Awesome Mix is brought to you by DLM. Make shopping easy with DLM, the one-stop shop for all your casual clothing needs. Shop dlmsupplycode.com and enter the promo code AWESOME at checkout to save 15% off your first purchase. That's dlmsupplycode.com. 